Hello and welcome. These conversations are all about living life with intention. I'm Stephanie Isabella, your host, and together we're going to talk about the different ways that you can add intention into your life, real, raw stories, and how adding intention to your life can also add a little bit of magic. So stay tuned. I'm so glad that you're here and press play today. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to the Living on Purpose podcast. I'm Stephanie Isabella, your host. And today we are talking about momentum, energy, and overthinking. Because in my most recent experience, those three for sure go hand in hand. Through this episode, you're going to understand how momentum and energy work together, and hopefully this will help empower you to stay in momentum or to break your momentum confidently knowing that you'll be able to get back into it and having the power to shift your energy in that way. And we're also going to talk about overthinking because that's a piece that's likely going to come up for you if you break momentum and are ready to get back into momentum. And ultimately, I hope that me talking about overthinking helps you know that you're not alone and helps you give some perspective on what it's like to be overthinking because it can be exhausting, right? (laughs) So let's start by talking about momentum. Momentum is when we get in a groove of things, when we feel like, yeah, I've been doing this for a while, I'm in this momentum. And I mean, we can look at physics and know that energy in motion stays in motion. That's inertia. That's how it works. So a rock rolling down a hill is going to continue rolling down a hill. It has that energy. It's going to continue going. The same way that maybe you have a really great morning routine, for example, and you've been doing it for quite a while and you have this momentum or you've been exercising for a while and you have this momentum, but what happens when you stop your momentum intentionally or unintentionally? What is that period in between like? And then how do you get your energy rolling again? How do you get that rock rolling back down the hill once you've stopped it? It takes significantly more energy to start the roll than it does to continue the roll. Okay, so the rock's rolling down the hill to stop it and then start it rolling again takes more energy than if it were to continue rolling. Just because it takes more energy does not mean that you should never break your momentum. I think there are a lot of valid reasons to break momentum. And if you've been following me, you know I just broke momentum. I was really on a roll. I was moving really good. I was creating a lot of content on social media. I was creating a lot of podcasts. I was connecting with a lot of people. I was having really good conversations with you guys on social media And I was feeling this really deep need to break my momentum and to really go inside and reflect and to stop sharing my voice on social media for a short period of time. Now, I'm not going to get into what that period of time was like. I may or may not release another podcast episode about that. Um, But I will say I stopped sharing on social media for two months. Keep in mind, I have a business on social media and I've been sharing pretty much every single day with the exception of a day or two here and there, 
which were very rare occasions for three years. So this was a really big deal for me to take a step back off of social media to stop my momentum, to say to all of my routines that I had, everything that I had going to stop that and prioritize what I knew on my heart I really needed to do, which was get in touch with my voice. I stopped my momentum. And interestingly enough, so it was August and September that I was off of social media. Through August, I felt like I was thriving. I had stopped my momentum, but I was really, I mean, I was on a lot of vacations, local vacations because of this whole pandemic thingy. But I was thriving. I was feeling really good. And then September hit. And it had been a month without my momentum. And what I noticed when I stopped my momentum on the business side of things and creating side of things, it was very soon after that that I started letting my fitness routines disappear, my sleep routines, my meditation Um, I was still praying a lot. I was still doing a lot of my spiritual practices because I feel like I get very anxious when I don't. And so I lean on those practices quite a bit. Um, But a lot of my other practices, even though I know I don't feel well when I don't exercise, I don't feel well when I eat like crap, I let those practices go. I got out of the momentum of one aspect of my life And that caused a trickle-down effect to other aspects of my life. I've got a dog moving around and dropping things behind me. So thank you for your patience with the sound quality here. If she could just lay down, it would be great. (laughs) Um, Okay, so yes, I broke my momentum intentionally in one aspect. And that had a trickle-down effect impacting my momentum in other areas of my life. Through September, I found myself not thriving. I was I was getting a lot of migraines. I was feeling really sluggish. I was feeling really tired. I was having a much harder time controlling my energy. I was feeling really anxious. I was feeling really just bleh. I just didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to watch TV. I didn't want to do anything else. And... I mean, after a while, I let myself, not after at the beginning, I let myself watch TV without guilt. But after a while, then I started to get bored. Like, I'm still at the place where I'm feeling bored with TV. Like, I feel like I've watched everything because my momentum broke and I didn't know what else to do in the moment. So I was searching more for comfort, searching more for mindless activities not searching for the things that really light me up because those take a lot of energy to start, right? It takes a lot of energy to start exercising, to figure out when and how you're going to do it, what your plan's going to look like. The mental load of starting something is huge. And we often add this extra pressure where we feel like we have to be ready to start. And I found myself thinking, oh, well, if I start exercising, then I'm committing and it's this whole other big thing. So you can see my mindset was not where it was. I stopped momentum in one area and the trickle down effect was that my mindset was so far from where I had it previously that I was rationalizing my behaviors and rationalizing where I was. And 
it was very hard for me to want to start again. Now, one thing I will say is that I am very intuitive. So I typically make decisions based off of my intuition. Um, I was having a little bit harder time hearing my intuition at some points through September on the days when I was really in a funk. And like I said, some days I just wanted to sit in the funk. I didn't want to change my energy. I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to sit there. That's okay sometimes. And I recognized that this was a season of my life, not a forever state. So I did give myself quite a bit of grace to if I, I thought if I do nothing through September, that's fine. That's honestly fine. I'll figure it out later. And then when October came, I got this intuitive nudge that I wanted to go back on social media and that I wanted to start exercising again. These nudges came at different times and at different levels. And I started, I believe I started exercising before I came back online, maybe the other way around. Anyways, my point is I didn't do everything all at once, but I did get these intuitive nudges like, okay, this is where you're meant to be now. This is where you're meant to be. Again, I had a lot of reason for taking my break, for stopping my momentum, um, which I'm realizing now I didn't really get into all of those reasons. And I don't think I really am going to get into those reasons. I just want to highlight that I felt very confident in my decision to end my momentum. And I felt very confident in my decision to begin my momentum again. Okay. I gave myself a lot of grace for those two months and then I was ready to get back going. And when I came back onto social media, my intuition was telling me a few things which I was finding confusing. It was like sometimes I would do something, I would create a post, I would have all of this energy, and then the response I was getting was not yet. And here's what I believe about responses from your higher power, from God, from Jesus, from your spiritual team. It's going to be a yes, it's going to be a no, or it's going to be a wait. And I was getting a wait a lot. I'd get this intuitive nudge to create something and then a wait, as in don't share it yet. Don't post this. And sometimes I would get the intuitive nudge, like, yes, go post this. Like, it didn't feel any conflict in my body to be going ahead and sharing and posting. Um, And then after, I think it was only about three days of not posting, I started overthinking. So this was not my intuition. This was very much up in my head. I'd broken my momentum And I realized to get back into momentum, I have to put in a lot more energy. And now I'm very, very, very acutely aware of what other people are thinking of me, what other people are saying about me. And through those two months off of social media, I got a lot more clear on my voice. And my voice is a lot of what I share on this podcast, but my voice on social media previously had been a lot of fitness and nutrition a couple of years ago. So through the last year or so, it's really transitioned and changed. But I wanted that time off to really figure out what my voice is moving forward. And I started to get really nervous of how other people were going to interpret my voice, of how other people were going to be triggered by what I said, by other people and what I thought they would say what I thought they would do, how I thought they would react. And I took 
my thoughts about what other people are going to say or do, and I put it in my brain as a fact. Not intentionally. (laughs) Trust me, I would not do this on purpose because it was torture in my brain, and I'm still working through a lot of this. I'm still catching myself overthinking and realizing I don't have any proof that people are going to say this. I don't have any proof that that specific person, like if I'm honest, it's really only a handful of people that I'm overthinking about their opinions on me. I don't have any proof of all of these ideas and stories I've made up in my mind about what they're going to say. It's all stories in my mind. It's all from overthinking. It's all from my momentum stopped And to get back into it, I need so much more energy because now I have to get the rock moving down the hill again. And as I'm about to push the rock and get it moving down the hill again, I'm thinking about, is this rock going to be really heavy? Am I strong enough to do this? Is the ground steep enough to actually take the rock and roll from here? Is there a better spot on the rock I could hold to push? I'm overthinking all these steps. Whereas when the rock was just rolling down the hill, when I was just showing up online every single day, yes, I of course had doubts. But these doubts have been so much louder and so much stronger than what I'm used to. And I feel that it is because I broke my momentum. Again, I broke my momentum intentionally, and I would do it again in that circumstance. I think it was exactly what I needed to do. But that doesn't mean that it's all smooth sailing just because it's what you need to do. You can still struggle. You can still hit a lot of things where it's like, why is this so hard? I thought I'm taking the right steps. Yeah, you are taking the right steps, but it's still going to be heckin' hard. (laughs) That's kind of how it goes. So if you notice yourself overthinking, Ask yourself if you are in momentum of doing whatever the thing is that you're overthinking. For example, let's say you have some sort of a presentation where you're going to be speaking in front of a bunch of people and you're overthinking it. Is your momentum to be speaking in front of people constantly or consistently? If it's not, recognize that you might be overthinking More so because you're going to have to start getting yourself into momentum. Same with exercising. We talked about it. You're exercising. You're in a groove. You're in a roll. Momentum is going. And then you stop it and you start overthinking. Well, I was doing these workout programs, but maybe I should try something new. Or maybe I should join a gym. Or, ooh, maybe I should go to spin class. And you start overthinking. Energy and motion stays in motion. When you've already done the thing, when you're already in momentum, you just pick up and keep going. Yes, you make changes. Yes, you make tweaks. Yes, you check in with yourself. But you mostly just keep going. When you stop your momentum, your brain has a chance to catch up with what you're doing energetically and a chance to go, whoa, 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 now. This is scary. I don't know if I want to do scary. And I think your power here is in identifying that you have this voice of your ego and you have this voice of your higher power, your higher self, your intuition, your gut knowing. And who is driving your car? Who is steering? 
your ego can be along for the ride for sure. And she's probably going to have some really good things to say at certain points. But where we run into hurdles, where we run into issues is when the voice of our ego is in the driver's seat. The voice of my ego is saying, don't say that online because this person isn't going to want to be your friend anymore. Don't say that online because you're going to lose this group of people. Share your voice, share your truth, but only share a piece of it and make sure you use these words to do it. Otherwise, these people are going to judge you. That's what my ego would be saying. And if I let her drive this car, I mean, this podcast would be over. My Instagram would be over. Everything that I do in the online space would be over. My business would be over. I wouldn't be helping people heal and work through these energetic shifts and using my intuition and my connection to God to really make an impact on this world. When I let my higher power, my higher self, my intuition, my gut knowing, when I let that voice drive, I can say, okay, I hear you, ego. I hear that you have concerns. I'm going to choose to shower you in love. I'm going to choose to pull out examples that prove you wrong. I'm going to choose to meditate. I'm going to choose to deepen my relationship with God. I'm going to choose to take action anyway. I'm going to choose to start before I'm ready. I'm going to choose to take imperfect action. I'm going to choose to push that rock down the hill, even if it cuts up my hand, even if it causes a lot of effort, even if I fall on the ground pushing that rock, I'm going to get that rock going again. And so when we recognize these different voices, when we recognize what's going on, when we can name what's going on, we have a lot more power because we can then make choices accordingly. So I hope through this episode, you can really see that you have the power to break momentum, my friend. You also have the power to maintain it. And I want to highlight the power of maintaining momentum. This episode is not meant to be a rah, rah, you should break your momentum, rah, rah. If anything, I think there's a lot to be said about consistency and maintaining momentum. But life happens. Intuition guides us in different directions. Everything that we do can't always be status quo all of the time. When we go through phases of integration, when we go through phases of reflection, we might be asked to break a lot in momentum. If you're looking at living your life cyclically and you're recognizing, you know what, through my luteal phase and menstruation week, there's about six days there that I really want to just break momentum with weightlifting. Listen to that voice and see what happens. And here's the other thing that I want to highlight too. My rock was rolling in one direction down that hill. I stopped my rock and I had the opportunity to then turn and roll it in a different direction. That was my intent for stopping my momentum. And maybe sometimes you stop your momentum and you continue it on in the same direction, but you have that power when you stop that rock from rolling down the hill. You have that power to say, okay, it was rolling in this trajectory. I'm actually just going to pick it up and move it to the right 10 feet and 
There we go. Now it's going to roll right into this beautiful stream instead of into that prickle bush. You see what I mean? You have the power when you stop your momentum to pivot, but it's going to take you a lot more energy to pivot and a lot more energy to get started. And don't be surprised if you start overthinking. If you start overthinking, choose who's driving your, your boat. Choose who's in the driver's seat, your ego or your higher power. And if you're really feeling like you want to conserve energy and you don't want to spend a lot of extra energy starting something again, for example, exercise, keep your momentum going. I do online workouts and I pressed play. That was kind of my like tangible action that I knew I could do every single day. I can't even tell you for how long. It was probably in the ballpark of a year. Every single day, I press play. Sometimes I would do an 11-minute chill yoga class. Sometimes I would meditate. Sometimes I'd do a hit class. Sometimes I'd do a dance class. Sometimes I'd do weightlifting. But I kept my momentum up because I realized when I was working out Monday to Friday and then took the weekends off, pressing play on Monday was like a no thank you. (laughs) That was so hard to do. So I kept my momentum up by pressing play every single day. So it was just something that I did. It wasn't something that my ego could come in and say, no, no, not today. You're not feeling well enough for this. Again, I did this. I guess I didn't really mention this, but I pressed play every single day while I was dealing with chronic migraines. So there were a lot of days where I really did not want to work out. And I was trying to figure out how can I get healthier and stronger and do what I can if so many days I just don't even want to show up. That's where momentum is really powerful. Energy in motion stays in motion. That is inertia. So your power is in choosing your direction choosing, are you going to maintain your momentum? Are you going to take a break from it? And then being aware that ending your momentum is going to be tricky to get it started, but you have the power to choose the direction that you go in. Okay, I think that's all that I've got to say about momentum, about energy. LOL, that's not all I've got to say about energy. (laughs) I could talk about energy for so long. That's all I've got to say about it today, right now, right here. and overthinking. I hope that this episode helps you feel empowered in the decisions that you have and in your ability to recognize where you're at and what you're going through. Because when you can name it, recognize what you're going through, you have more power because you can then see your choices more clearly. And when you can see your choices more clearly, it's a lot more easy to then choose the choice that makes the most sense for you and to check in with your intuition. And you know, it's a whole big circle. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for coming and may God bless you. Mwah.